0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stishon, and once again, I'm bringing you another one of the scariest, creepiest, and most skin-crawling tales of terror that the Golden Age of Radio had to offer. For this episode, we go back to lights out and the frightening mind of Arch Obeler, as we bring back a story about a man who, innocently enough, steps through a door and winds up in an alternate prehistoric universe, fighting for his life. Today... The cast of Jenna Pinchbeck, Lacey Joe Sloat, and myself reincarnate, Death Pit, which originally aired on December 1st, 1937. So turn off the lights, gather round, and if you get scared, just remember, these tales scared your grandpappy first, and enjoy the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. Yes, Mary. I hear you in the wind. I always hear you. John, help me! John,
1: help me!
0: Yes, I hear you. Always hear you. Endlessly wandering in the infinite darkness, loneliness, and a pain that goes beyond all understanding. This isn't the kindness of death. I know it isn't. I speak my story. Yet, who can hear it? There is no understanding here in this darkness. Only the pain of endless searching. Searching for the unknowable. Confusion in my mind. Yet, once I was a man who knew of a world of reality. A world of sun and brightness. A world of city streets. And people. And quickly moving autos. And women. And theaters. And laughing children. A world. A living world. But suddenly, somehow, that world has gone from me, and I was doomed to this. Let me tell you just what happened. I came home from the office that day, as I'd come home many days before. It was earlier than usual. It had been a bright, cheery day. I... I remember I whistled... As they came down the walk, it was good to come home from work to Irene and the children. Irene? Irene, are you home?
1: Why, John, this is nice. Home so early.
0: Well, I went up to CL today, and I said, CL, I've worked for you for the last 10 years, and it's a bright sunny day, and I just don't feel like working. So, fare thee well, and I'll see you in the morning.
1: <laughs> John, you didn't.
0: No, I didn't.
1: What really did happen?
0: Oh, Mr. Harrington got generous and said I could go home early. I suppose that means I'll work late tomorrow night. Cynic. (laughs) Where are the children?
1: Oh, Billy's out playing ball and Helen's at the library. Here, let me have your hat.
0: Ah, it seems strange coming home so early. Everything's so bright outside.
1: (laughs) Yes. Hungry?
0: A little. I'll go out and raid the icebox myself. Get some fruit or something. I opened the door to the kitchen. I stepped through. Suddenly, things went black. I couldn't see. I was falling. The dark all around me. I was falling, falling, faster and faster, deeper and deeper, into some horrible abyss. I didn't know where, what, just falling, falling into darkness. Suddenly, I was falling no more. There was a dark warmth, a thick, heavy oppressiveness around me. I was on my feet. I didn't know where, but I knew I was alive, breathing, feeling, so dark around me. And yet my eyes, I knew I wasn't blind. It was the blackness of a night I'd never known. I stood there. How could it be? A moment before, I was in my own home, talking to my wife, stepping through a door I'd opened a thousand times before. Where had I fallen? What had happened to me? A wind touched my face. I was alive. I knew the dead couldn't feel the touch of wind. And yet so dark. A warm darkness. Mother in heaven, where was I? What had happened to me? And then, suddenly, in the blackness above me, long gray fingers of light. And then I saw... It was the moon streaming through strange gray clouds. I was alive. This was the moon above me, the earth below me. I was alive. Yet where was I? And once again, what had happened to me? I had been in daylight. I had stepped through a door, and now I was here in a strange night. In the name of all sanity, where was I? Forest, trees, all around me, I... I couldn't quite make it out. My home, my wife, my children. Where are they? I began to run. I heard my own voice ringing in my ears, crying, shouting. Irene! Irene, where are you? Irene! 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 How far I ran or where I ran, I'll never know. Just on and on. The branches of trees tearing at me, ripping across my face, on and on, until I could run no more. I fell to the ground, and the blackness. When I awoke, there was this strange brightness of day around me. I jumped to my feet. At last, I'd known where I was. This mad dream of the night, it was a dream. It was a dream. It must have been a dream. I looked about me. I was in an open clearing of a forest, a green meadow. Yes, yes, I had dreamt, and I had walked in my sleep out to this strange place. I looked at my watch. Nine o'clock. My job! Mr. Harrington didn't like us to be late. I looked around me. Which was the way to go? I, I didn't quite know. My head, it was all so confusing. And then, then I saw it. It was standing at the edge of the clearing. As quietly as a thing made of stone, the sunlight glistening green upon it, I stood there. My eyes, I I couldn't believe them. And yet, there it was, its eyes fixed on my throat. How long I stood there looking at that thing, I don't know. My mind said, no, it cannot be. A thing like this does not exist. And yet I saw the lift and fall as the creature breathed the air, saw the flesh That long, thin tongue that darted in and out like a thing of hell. A man with the long, green head of a snake. You hear me? The head of a snake! And suddenly, he was gone. A flash of green, gone into the deeper green of the forest. And then, I knew that something was standing behind me. I I didn't want to turn. I wanted to run, and yet I couldn't. I stood, rooted. The thing behind me came closer and closer. I could hear the rustle of the grass. And then I could endure it no more. I whirled around. A woman. There stood a woman. I remember her first words. Who who are you? you? You can speak? Yes, of course I can speak. No, 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 please don't do that. I mean, what is it? What's the matter?
1: I prayed, I prayed so long, please what's what's the matter? I don't understand, day after day, hoping and praying, I've been so afraid, so afraid,
0: now, now, please, control yourself i-i don't know what this is all about. Who are you? What is your name
1: name name i I don't remember it's been so long.
0: You're in a state aren't you come on i'll get you out of here out of here why do you say it that way
1: where is there to go
0: the city i don't quite know how i got here but we'll go back the city yes of course i must have walked in my sleep i just don't know how exactly i guess i must be asleep even now
1: there's no dream as horrible as this
0: don't talk like that
1: you think you walk in a dream it
0: it must be i just saw a horrible something that That couldn't exist outside of a dream.
1: Oh, man. Man, you don't realize what's happened to you, do you? What do you mean? It must have happened to you, as it did to me. What are you saying? Think back. What is the last thing you remember back there?
0: Back there?
1: The last thing you remember before you woke up in this place of nightmares.
0: I remember clearly. I opened the kitchen door and stepped through. Yes.
1: So it was with me. I stepped through a door. What are you talking about? Understand what's happened to you. You stepped through a door, and now... You're here. Well? Can't you understand? This isn't the world you knew. It's another world.
0: Another world. She said that, and it seemed as if the ground beneath me swayed. Another world. Terrible words. And yet, somehow... I knew they were true words. What had happened to me had happened to her weeks before. She explained everything to me. Everything.
1: And that's the way it was. I opened the door to step outside and felt myself falling just the way you did. And just as you did, I found myself here.
0: But where are we? You say another world. Where are we? Come along this path. Where? Where are you leading me? What's ahead?
1: You look down on a valley. You see the meaning of it all.
0: What are you saying? We we must only be a short distance from a town of some sort.
1: This is far enough. Look down there. Could there be creatures such as those if this was your world?
0: Elephants? Not elephants. No, not elephants. They have curved tusks. Mastodons. Yes. How could that be? The Macedons, they're dead for thousands of years. In the world where we
1: came from, yes, but not on this world.
0: Why do you say this world? Where
1: are we? If you know, tell me, where are we? I've thought about it so much. Well, speak. We've fallen back in time. Fallen
0: back in time? Why not? Time goes on. It does not move back. But
1: you've seen with your own eyes. I tell you, it can't be. I think... That time flows like a river, forward and backward. You can go upstream or downstream.
0: And we've gone downstream? Yes. But how could
1: that be? When I opened the door, somehow I fell back through time.
0: So that's what happened to me?
1: Yes, and perhaps to many others. I've never heard about it. Because what happened to us is like death. You never come back to tell.
0: Don't say that. It's true. Don't say that! I've got to get back! I've got to get back! My wife, my children! I've got
1: to go back! I screamed that, too, for days after I found myself here. But now, I know.
0: Doomed. If we've gone back in time, we can go forward again!
1: No. Because what's happened to us happens as rarely as a new world being born in the sky. We'll never get back. Never.
0: Never. She said. Never. But she was wrong. She had to be wrong. I had to get back. How? I didn't know, but I had to. My wife, my children, my job. This madness of being in another time, it couldn't be true. I tell you, it couldn't. And yet it was. With each passing moment, I realized how true it really was. The trees. There were never such trees in my world. Horrible, green, waving things. And through the thickness of them, horrible, glittering insects. Huge, monstrous beyond belief. Yes, I'd fallen back in time. This was a world before men. And I and this poor woman were in it. We walked on, talking, talking, as if by talk alone we could keep our sanity. And then we came to a place. A strange place. What is that?
1: I I don't know.
0: Animals. In pain. No, no, be careful. Look, look, down there in the valley. I tell you, look. What is this? Animals. Fighting.
1: No, not fighting.
0: They're trapped. Yes, I see that now. Trapped in those pits. But what's trapped them? Mud, oil, tar. It's, It's hard to see from here. Look at them struggling. It's... it's like a horrible black quicksand. And
1: others are eating them.
0: What creatures are they? I've never seen... Now will you
1: believe? Look at them. Prehistoric monsters. Now will you believe we're gone backwards in time? They're trapped, just as we're trapped. They're trapped in tar, and we're trapped in time. And we're just like them. We'll never get free. Never. Stop saying that. Stop... Saying that,
0: I tell you, stop saying that! Yes, I remember I screamed at her to stop saying that. And yet, with each passing moment, I knew she was right. A trick of time had trapped us both. How could we ever get away from here? We stood there watching that horrible sight of those creatures struggling in those oil pits down below, great beasts of a forgotten past screaming and filling the air with the noise of their suffering as they tried to escape from the clinging ooze. Monstrous wolves tearing at their helplessness, great tigers with saber teeth quarreling over red, quivering masses of flesh, monstrous vultures circling above. I tell you, it was like a hellish inferno of a dim nightmare. And we stood there watching, fascinated by a sight men's eyes should never have seen, watching watching until we could no longer stand it, until we ran away, hands over our ears to shut out those animal screams of suffering. Then at last we were too tired to go on. We sat down on the soft flower-sprinkled grass where it was quiet with a strange silence. For a long time we lay there gasping for breath. And then, at last, she spoke. I remember her words. John? Yes?
1: I... I remember my name now. Mary. Mary? That's it.
0: Mary, what shall we do?
1: What is there to do? Can we fight against... Time?
0: I'll go mad.
1: It was horrible. Being alone.
0: Why should it have happened... To us?
1: Who can tell? It may happen oftener than we think. People often disappear... No one knows what happens to them. Yes? Why couldn't this have happened to them? Falling back into time? Once there was a girl who lived in the apartment above mine. One day she left the house and just disappeared. They thought maybe she'd committed suicide, but I never believed she did. They never did find her body. Perhaps she too went through the darkness back into space.
0: But why does it have to happen to me? I've got a wife. I've got children. I was happy in my work. Why did it happen to me? It isn't fair, I tell you. It is not fair. You must think me a terrible weakling.
1: A man wants to live in the world he was born in. Not in a world like this, where no man should be.
0: You... You're an unusual woman.
1: Why do you say that?
0: No tears.
1: I haven't any tears left. Mary? Yes?
0: You know... I was just thinking, if this is prehistoric times... Wait! What?
1: There's something coming up behind us. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's it's crawling through the grass. I, I, can, I can see the grass tops moving.
0: Should I turn around?
1: Sit still. It's standing up. It...
0: And with her screams, I looked. The skin on my back crawled like a living thing. It was it. That horrible thing, half-man, half-snake. I tell you, it was it, standing there so closely I could see the glisten of its hell-red eyes. I ask you this, how frightened have you been in your life? Have you felt your hair bristle on end? Have you felt the heart in you pound, pound until your throat is tight and you cannot breathe?' Have you felt the mind in you turn and twist with a horror beyond endurance until you felt madness crawling over you? Then you know what I mean when I tell you how I felt when this creature was standing there before us. The snake is a frightening thing, small as it is. As it turns and squirms and glistens in the sunlight, you feel fright. You must feel fright. Then think of the horror of that moment to Mary and me. There it was, like a tall man. The form of a man, I tell you. And yet, over it, those horrible green glistening scales. And its head, oh, mother in heaven, its head. Like the king of all snakes. It stood there quietly for a moment. And then we saw a long, quivering red tongue move out. And we heard the sound of it. The horrible sound of it.
1: Oh, John, what is it?
0: I, I saw it before. Listen to it. Can it be human?
1: Human? That thing? John, it's moving toward us!
0: Come on, Mary, run! Run! I took her hand, and we turned, and we began to run. Where? We didn't care. We didn't know any place, anywhere, to get away from that thing out of hell. We could hear it following behind us, running easily, that horrible hissing close behind us. It was taunting us to run faster and faster to escape the horror it had for us. On and on, until the want of breath tore at the lungs of us. On and on, until the legs of us moved like things running in sleep. On and on, and all that time, the thing behind us was taunting us with that snake hiss of his.
1: I can't, John.
0: We've got to keep going, Mary. You've... you've got to.
1: I can't. I can't.
0: You've got to keep moving. We've got to keep moving. Don't you hear it? It's close behind us.
1: It's getting so dark. Maybe it's gone. Maybe...
0: No. No, I tell you. Keep moving, Mary. As you love your life, I tell you it's still behind us. It's waiting until we fall, I tell you. We've got to go on. We've got to go on. We did go on, stumbling, falling, but on we went, darker and darker every moment. Things of the night began flying through the air, brushing our faces with their horrible slime, chattering madly in our ears as we ran on, Mary begging, crying that we stopped, but I pushed her on. We had to go on. I knew it somehow. I knew it. I I can't explain it, but I knew if we stopped, it would mean death. A death beyond imagination, just as that snake thing was beyond understanding. On, and on, and on, stumbling, crawling, until at last, we could crawl no more. We had no more strength. (sighs) Mary.
1: Kill me, John. Kill me. Mary. Don't let that thing get me. Not that thing.
0: It... it isn't here. What? It isn't here. A moment ago it was close behind us, but now... look. John! John! Don't be afraid, Mary. It's gone. And yet, even while I reassured her, I knew that that thing was not gone. It was waiting. Waiting somewhere in that circle of darkness around us. And all we could do was wait. Yes. Sit there and wait for our doom. Oh, running away with it close behind was horrible enough, but now this was even more horrible. This waiting, waiting there in the darkness for it to spring upon us. That horrible snake mouth wide, the venom dripping from it in terrible anticipation. Yes, I tell you the waiting in the dark was the most horrible of all. Have you ever sat in the dark, waiting for your doom as we sat there? "'Around you, darkness. Thick darkness. You know. Yes. You feel somehow that something horrible beyond all understanding is there at the edge of that darkness, and yet you can't quite see it. You hear a sound behind you. You want to sit there and not turn, and yet, in strange fascination, you turn. And there is nothing there. And you wonder, is there nothing?' Someplace in the darkness, another sound. And you think to yourself, oh, this time it's true. It's coming for me. This time it's true. So your heart begins to pound and your head begins to throb and you feel cold with a coldness that nothing can warm but the brightness of day. But it's dark and there is no day. And you're waiting, waiting there for that horrible doom that's coming closer. That's the way it was with us that night. Waiting. Waiting. Each hour, a horrible eternity. And then, at last, the gray of dawn. We looked around us. We were in a circle of grass. Around us, strange, tall ferns that swayed in the morning breeze. But that thing was gone. We looked at each other with unbelievable happiness, and we sprang to our feet. We started to speak silly, happy things,
1: and then... Oh, John! John, it's gone! It didn't... Mary, what? What's that thing moving through the grass?
0: It's come back.
1: John, there's something moving to the right.
0: And to the left.
1: And behind us. Oh, John, it isn't... It can't be.
0: And as she said those words, suddenly the things in the grass moved and stood erect, and we saw... Oh, Mother in Heaven, we saw... There were a dozen of them now. A dozen of those snake things. A circle of them around us. Huge, monstrous... Bloated. A circle of them around us, I tell you. Red tongues quivering, eyes glistening, taloned hands outstretched as they began to move closer and closer, closing in on us.
1: Kill me, John. Kill me first.
0: No. They won't hurt us. They can't hurt us. We're not of their world. We're not of their time. Things. You. I know what you are now. You're the Link. Link. The missing link like they always talked about between man and the reptiles. You're a mistake. A horrible mistake nature made. And she dropped you off and time swallowed up your bones. You hear me? There is no record of you in my world. Stay, things. Stay back. Yes. Then I screamed. I turned. I ran. You hear me? I ran. I left her behind. I heard her scream far back as they closed in on her. You hear me? I deserted her. Left her to those things. Ran away and left her. Her scream of help ringing in my ears. I ran blindly. Her scream following me. But the yellow fear in me louder and louder. Making me run. Driving me on. I didn't know where I was going. It didn't matter. Any place away from those things. Just on and on. Suddenly a roaring around me. And my feet caught in something. I fell. Mother in heaven, I had blundered into those tar pits. You hear me? The tar pits. I struggled to get loose. The more I struggled, the deeper I went. The tar sucking up at me deeper and deeper. I yelled. I screamed. That black stuff coming up higher and higher, up to my waist. My arms. I couldn't move. Help me. Somebody help me. Up along my neck, higher and higher, inch by inch, I felt the crawling thickness of it along my chin. I strained my head backwards, deeper and deeper I went. My mouth! It was in my mouth! And so I died, in those prehistoric tar pits. Died, thousands upon thousands of years before my time. In a dawning world where nature's experimental things that were to become men as I was man still crawled in reptilian horror, I say I died, but did I die? I ask it again, did I die? For in death there is peace, and I have no peace. Endless darkness, infinite blackness, and no peace. For wherever I wander in this infinity, I hear her voice. The voice of the woman I deserted in my yellow cowardice. I hear her voice calling.
1: John, help me. Help me. Help me.
0: Yes, I'll help you, Mary. I'll help you. If I can only find you in this darkness, I'll help you. And if I do, then maybe I'll find blessed peace and rest. And that concludes our reincarnation of Death Pit from Lights Out and another episode of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'd like to thank my cast for helping me bring this script back to life. And new episodes of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast can be found every Thursday on Podbean, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and Spotify. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you never miss an announcement. And don't forget to leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Hopefully we raised a hair or two. But for now, that's it for me, Dave Stishon, and the rest of us at the Reincarnated Radio Podcast, where we scared your grandpappy first.